You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Nikki, and I'm here with Stephanie and Gina. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 878. You're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that those of us on the Mousecapades and More podcast are travel agents. So if you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. You could text Vicki, Gina, or myself, Stephanie, at the phone number 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package. So contact one of us today. So if you are an annual pass holder, you may not know about these two exclusive pass holder discounts, or I didn't. I was going to ask Gina if she did. If you are a pass holder, you can save $2 at the AMC Theater in Disney Springs. Every time you go to see the movies, just show them your annual pass and they'll give you a $2 discount. And you can also save 20% off bowling at Splitsville at Disney Springs in case it's too hot or it's raining or you just need something else fun to do while you're on your vacation and you are a pass holder. So pass holders take advantage of those discounts. I'm going to start looking for more of those. I'm wondering if I should just Google because I'm finding more and more and more of them. I I know I had a list on my phone when Abby and I went in July so that I knew what places. There's a lot of stores in Disney Springs also that offers the discount, like Ron John's, Ron John's Surf Shop. So always make sure that you ask because you just never know. Definitely. Good deal. See, more reasons to be a pass holder, right? Um, so we should insert some happy birthday music right about now, because on Saturday, Mickey celebrated his 95th birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday to a super duper guy. Happy birthday, happy birthday. He's the apple of my eye. He's the sweetest bow and he's so cute. And this is the day he got his birthday suit. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Let the laughter That's right. Mickey, who was first seen in the classic animation animated short Steamboat Willie, that was 95 years ago, November the 18th of 1928. Crazy, Him right? and my grandpa are almost the same age. Oh, <laughs> you've got almost birthday buddies, huh? Yep. Uh, to celebrate this special day, Disneyland was serving some special treats. There was Mickey's birthday cake sundae. It's vanilla ice cream, strawberry topping, pound cake, buttercream icing, Yum. yellow whipped cream, Mickey sprinkles, and chocolate cookie ears. That was at Clarabelle's in California Adventure. And that is going to be available until November 30th. When I read all of that goodness in one bowl, I also thought, ooh, that's like a dentist's worst nightmare. There's so much sugar <laughs> in that thing. Holy moly. Sounds amazing, though. 
It sure does. <laughs> and then uh, Cafe Daisy had a birthday cupcake, um, but that was only until this past Sunday. Disney World celebrated a little more in a little more special way over there. If you visit Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid at noon, you are able to see a special secret Mickey that you can only see once a year. Every year at noon on November 18th, the rock formations around the ride's queue line up perfectly with the position of the sun to project a secret hidden Mickey and mini shadow on the wall in the queue. It's pretty cool. Guests and cast members all sing happy birthday to Mickey. Um, the clouds were blocking the sun that day, but guests were still able to see it. That would be so cool. Yeah. Imagine if it was the clouds were blocking so bad that you couldn't see it at all. That would be sad. And this is the once a year and we didn't get to see it. But what a cool yeah. idea to have that special kind of hidden Mickey. Whoever thought of that, like on Mickey's birthday at noon, you know what I mean? Very like, cool. That's pretty smart. That's the kind of stuff that they need to keep doing. They do keep, need to keep doing that. So Tron hasn't even been open for a year yet. And guests can see the filth that has built up along the ride already. A substantial amount of an identified dark substance has built up on many of the attraction's exterior structural and support beams, which is funny because my husband noticed that there was some rusting and stuff around the nails when we were up there. The large buildup on the attraction attraction's overhead canopy that covers its outside track, specifically near the point at which the riders re-enter the show building, and the once white beams are covered with a dark brown, almost black material. It could be dirt, but a reporter wondered if it was mold or mildew. The shadowed areas are the areas with the most buildup. My thought to that is I think it's like dirt from the air. I think it, I think it's pollution is my opinion. I don't think it's mold. And they power wash it? <laughs> like, I know, that's what I was thinking. Probably, but then they'd have to shut it down for who knows how long, and they're not going to do that right at this point. I mean, would they have if they just came in at night and power washed sections of it? Exactly. Yeah, that would make sense. They used to clean overnight. You never saw landscaping or people cleaning the sidewalks. They did all of that at night, so I don't see why they couldn't. Mm, I'm surprised they let it get so dirty so fast, especially with the fact that it's new and new. a lot of people are writing it for the first time and they want to be impressed. They don't want to see the filth. We do not know. So the entertainment for the Festival of the Arts was confirmed this week. I'm super excited. The Disney Broadway concert series is returning again this year. They are going to have three shows daily. I believe that's what it's been all along. Disney said, if you like Frozen and Aladdin, you're going to be very excited with this lineup. So Cassie Levy and Pat Murin, they're both from Frozen, the musical, will be there January 12th, 14th, 15th, 18th. 20th, 22nd, and 23rd. Heidi Bickett, Blickenstaff is from Freaky Friday and The Little Mermaid. And Gavin Lee from Mary Poppins and Beauty and the Beast will be there January 13th, 16th, 17th, 19th, 21st, and 24th. Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins and the Beauty and the Beast. And L. Stephen Taylor from The Lion King will be there on January 26th, 28th, and 29th. Also on February 1st, 3rd, 5th, and 6th. Kissy Simmons from The Lion King and Josh Strickland from Tarzan the Musical will be there January 27th, 30th, and 31st, and February 2nd, 4th, 7th, and 8th. Mandy Gonzalez is from Aida, 
the musical and Michael James Scott from Aladdin and Tarzan the musical will be there on February 9th, 11th, 12th, 15th, 18th, and 19th. And Bradley Gibson from Hercules and the Lion King and Shoba Narayan, Narayan, I think she was the lead character in Aladdin, will be there from February 10th, 13th, 14th, 16th, 17th, and 19th. They will uh, be in the American Gardens where they have the candlelight processional at Christmas. I think we're going to talk more about like dining with this. That's what I'm going to talk about. Yes, I am. So moving on to um, that dining package that Vicki was just talking about for that Broadway concert series. The following restaurants are participating. There's Akershus, Royal Banquet Hall, Beer Garden Restaurant, Coral Reef Restaurant, Garden Grill Restaurant, Rose and Crown Dining Room, La Cellier, Spice Road Table, and Regal Eagle Smokehouse. And that's for those uh, in-person walk-up packages. Guests can also learn to draw Disney characters at the Animation Academy at the American Garden Theater at 1230 and at 1.30. And that's every single day. If you want to join fellow guest artists, you could go to the expression section and do a paint-by-number mural. That would be so fun. Yeah. I'm going to go. <laughs> Just get on the plane. Yeah. Living with the land uh, received its holiday overlay this week, which is totally cool. I mean, it's not as cool as Disneyland, but you know, <laughs> every year this overlay is actually underrated and we think it is totally awesome. Like all the overlays I think are awesome. I don't know about you guys, but stockings are hung by the plants with care in hopes that Santa Goofy will soon be there. Presents were spotted throughout the ride. Holiday details like mixed nuts, cinnamon sticks and berries, a cup of eggnog, cakes, cookies, yule logs, and more. Even the cast members' lab windows are decked out. If you are usually ride living with the land for some peace and quiet and a little snooze, you will want to forego that this season because you won't be sleepy. So cute. I love it. You know, my family loved living with the land. We finally, like all of us heard it Uh for the first time and they all enjoyed it. You just gain a new appreciation for everything that we have and is available to us. How far we've come. Well, Disney strikes again with Disney Plus. Um, When Disney Plus first started in November 2019, that was a snow day for Stephanie and I. It was a surprise snow day. And so what a way to break in Disney Plus. We all watched it on our snow day. Um, We thought it was like a dream come true, but unfortunately the greed and the world have overtaken the streaming service like all the other ones. So we know that Disney's put warnings on the movies from the past that they feel have negative content or undertones that were overlooked in our pasts. Now some of those movies like the Aristocats have been removed altogether from Disney's page, Disney Plus's page, I should say. To help make more money, Disney started allowing ads like other streaming services so that they can make more money on ad-free subscriptions. So recently, a Disney mom noticed that content had been removed from her child's account. She said she was confused, so she looked into it. It seems that shows that are rated G for general audiences won't show ads because they know that they're safe. So Disney has put MA for mature audiences only on a lot of their content so the ads can play unless you pay. So this limits the content that is available to children. If you want content like the Bear in the Big Blue House and Monsters University, you're gonna have to go in and change your child's account to an adult account. So when the mom called Disney, they said there was nothing that they could do to fix it. However, the mom knew that the IT could fix this issue. So Disney, if you're really listening to us, 
we love you. That's why we do this podcast. That's why we visit your parks. But we are begging you to spend the money and the time on your IT department because Disney Plus is not the only IT issue that you have. Every time a new something launches, (laughs) we have some kind of IT issue or a glitch. So we're asking you nicely to hear our cries, or I'm afraid this is not a threat on my part, but I am afraid you are going to lose some Disney plus subscribers that want to limit what their kids can watch. And if they put mature audience on their child's account, they're going to be able to watch things that their moms and dad may not be able to watch with them. So we're just asking nicely. I thought that was really sad for me. Yeah. Yeah. The only workaround is to like change it to an adult. Yeah. That's not. And who cares if the kids are seeing a commercial? It's the adults that are going to buy the stuff anyway. Eh, well, I know they they market it so that the kids are begging for it. Right. This is yeah. true. I want this. I want this. I want this. I want this. I saw it on TV. Well, I just think it's interesting because I don't know how your students are, but most of mine never know a commercial. I'll be like, remember on this commercial? And they'll be like, what's a commercial? <laughs> and then you're no, like, my what? kids know a commercial is because I don't pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine say, skip the ad, skip the ad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like to say that too. So we all know that Genie Plus is priced based on the capacity in the parks. So for Thanksgiving week, Disney sees numbers of guests come to the most magical place on earth. That means that Genie Plus is going to be higher than most of the times uh, throughout the year. So this week, Genie Plus is already at $35 per person for Magic Kingdom or $35 for multi-park Genie Plus options. It is the highest price that we've seen this year so far. Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studio Genie Plus are actually um, 8 to $9 a day more than they've been recently. So if you're headed to Disney World, just be ready for that price increase. Um, either decide now if you are going to do it and just fork over the 35. Um, kind of have it in your head that that's probably what it might be. Or um, figure out your game plan if you decide not to do it. And don't be disappointed. This means lightning lane prices are also going to increase. Guests are going to be paying $16 to ride Avatar Flight of Passage, $17 for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, $12 for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, $25 for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, $20 for Tron. Um, That one, I mean, Tron is so fast. It is over so quickly. $20 for that is... I know, that's what I was thinking too. That's a lot for that quick of a ride. Uh Uh-huh. But that's the price, guys. Either set aside the money and just close your eyes, take a deep breath, and don't think about it when you hit pay. Um, Or, I don't know, figure out a different game plan because the parks will be busy. Speaking of Genie Plus, as of 12.55 a.m. Eastern Time on Monday, November 20th, the Magic Kingdom Genie Plus and the Multi-Park Genie Plus were sold out. How crazy is that? It wasn't even the morning yet. I mean, technically. Right. Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom still had availability at the time, but it definitely clues us in on how busy it will be Thanksgiving week. Um, Here are the prices that we listed for Monday. Multiple parks with valid with the park hopper is $35. Magic Kingdom, $35. Epcot, $28. 
Disney's Hollywood Studios, $32, and Disney's Animal Kingdom, $25. This lines up with what Stephanie just told us, but wow, that surely adds to your bill if you're visiting the parks this week. That's insane. Um, Has it ever sold out before? I don't think so. I don't think so, yeah. Not at 12.35 a.m. I mean, that's insane. 12... Oh my goodness. And that's a lot of that's a lot of people. And if you think about people that are grabbing all those lightning lanes, they're gonna run out of lightning lanes. Like yep. some people are not gonna get anything. Yep. I didn't even know Genie Plus could sell out. Like it's just never done it before. Well, they said they couldn't, but it was already listed on one of the websites today. Right. Okay. So they did say they couldn't because I was like, I haven't at the very of- beginning they said, Oh, it won't sell out, but obviously it can because they posted that it it was already blocked. You couldn't purchase anymore. Whoa. Yeah. I was surprised. And so Disney, if you are listening, I, there's nothing I can do about it. But um, I I was surprised when we were there that the price of the multi-park and the price of Magic Kingdom were the same. Yeah, it was. But we didn't even, this last time, we didn't even buy Genie Plus and we were fine without it. You know, I kind of get why they're the same because it's just going to be whatever the highest price park is. The other right. parks are lower. So you're able to, you just have to pay for whatever the highest price is. So I guess I kind of get it. It makes sense. And I will tell you, if you forget to click on that, or you're afraid you're the, you're your daughter's adult child that forgets to click on it because she's afraid to do it without asking, even though it's the same price, <laughs> they will refund your money and switch them out for you when you get to the park. Good to know. Because we needed a multi-park Genie Plus. And she didn't realize that and was afraid to do it because we were all sleeping, but they were the exact same price. And we were like, well, if they were the exact same price, there was no don't reason to eat. Yeah, don't, it's right. not a, no reason to ask, but I appreciate that she was concerned. So this was a sad thing that happened this morning in Disneyland on Main Street. The lamppost fell over and it injured two guests. Several cast members and emergency personnel were on site and the lamppost which has stage lighting for the parade rather than themed lights, was in a flower bed and fell towards the flagpole in the middle of town square. And when it happened prior to 845, it apparently hit an elderly woman and she was struck in the head. She had to be taken away on a stretcher to receive treatment, but she reportedly was conscious at the time. Another guest had their head bandaged, but they had not been taken away. They were just sitting on a bench and people were watching over them. Uh, We don't know why the pole fell, but it is unusually windy at Disney land resort right now um they said it may have been knocked over by the wind high wind warnings were in effect through southern california with gusts up to 90 miles per hour reported in santa clarita um they can't confirm that it was the wind that caused it but it's definitely a possibility because the winds were so bad cast members had to direct guests to the other entrance because the right entrance was blocked with all of the stuff going on with that post falling over wow seems so weird because those seem so bolted down, like so grounded. I don't know. Right. I mean, and for it to just fall, like, yikes. I also just think that Disney, I just assume they do all of these extra checks on stuff. I mean, why would they go around making sure lampposts are secure? I don't know. But I don't know. It just seems like that's one of those things I just wouldn't think would happen. Well, that lady probably got an annual pass for life. <laughs> she probably did. So after last week's negative reports about Jollywood Nights, Disney is trying to make this holiday ticketed event even better um, to get some positive feedback stirring up. Um, Right now we have one of our friends there at the moment, and I've been enjoying um, seeing Chrissy and all of the stuff she's posting. Um, 
they have added some character meetups, some meet and greets. There's Santa Duffy Bear, who is greeting guests at Mickey Shorts Theater. Disney even had a photo pass photographer on hand to capture the magical meet and greet. And then near the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, guests can find Santa Stitch for a quick pick. How fun is that? Jiminy Cricket was in his holiday attire and greeting guests right outside Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. He's one you won't really see, so he's super rare. So Disney made sure that the meet and greet also had a photo pass photographer. When Jiminy Cricket needs a break, Pinocchio in his holiday attire switches him out. Mary Poppins and a penguin can be found on Grand Avenue, so guests can grab a quick pick. Snow White and Dopey swap out with Mary Poppins and the penguin in order to give each other breaks. We're glad to hear that Disney listened last week when guests were um, deservingly disappointed in the newest holiday ticketed event. I'm really excited about especially Jiminy Cricket and Pinocchio and Snow White and Dopey. I feel like now we saw Snow White and Dopey at um, that artist point at Wilderness, Mm -hmm. but that's not something you typically see out in the park. Mary Poppins is out in the park sometimes, but even Penguin is not in the park sometimes. So I feel like this was a smart move on their part. They should be using like the Disney. Well, I think there is a dance party in there though. Wherever they have that kids Disney party during the day, there's something there now. For the Jollywood Nights, I can't remember what Oh, it the is. Disney Junior Dance Party? Yeah, well, that would be a great place to also have character meet and greets. Yeah. So, I don't know. Or maybe just use uh, where they have Little Little Mermaid not going on. I just thought Jiminy Cricket would be a really neat one to see because he is not one to be found. I'm excited. I might have to make sure I get a picture with him. Yes, I think so. So, Disney also released a new map for the second night of Jollywood Nights. The map contains new information for guests wanting to enjoy the jazzy holiday offerings at the Brown Derby. This is a walk-in event only. The map tells guests to check for walk-up information on the app. Guests did say that the availability was full for this event so the whole evening, but it's also it's always worth checking just to double check because somebody might decide not to go. Uh, the map last week was shiny and the new map has a matte finish and we're not sure why Disney changed it but we hope these changes will make the party more and more enjoyable with each passing party. Our colleague Chrissy as Stephanie mentioned um, it was there for the second party and we cannot wait to hear what she has to say about it. I'm excited. Definitely looked like she was having fun. I saw some of the pictures. Yeah. It looks like she's having fun. She's going to be tired when she gets back, which she should be getting back any minute now. And she has to go to work tomorrow. So, (laughs) well, thank you, ladies. I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners and thank them for taking the time to come each week and listen with what we have to share. We sit news, sometimes rumors, sometimes just our crazy antics. Who knows? We just never know what's going to be on the show, depending on how we're all feeling. But we would like to take this time to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. We hope that you and your family make wonderful memories that will last a lifetime. And we're very thankful for all of you. You make our love for Disney more and more fun with each passing year. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us at the Mousecapades and more podcast. And if you could, please go into Apple or Podbean and give us a rating and a comment. It would mean a lot. We love hearing from you guys. Be sure to let us know what you'd like to hear more about because we're always reshaping our show to cater to your needs.
If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mousecapades Podcast on Facebook. If you would like a free quote, contact Vicki, Stephanie, or myself, Gina, at 636-373-4497. And be sure to listen to Friday's show, Vicki, Samantha, Chrissy, and Rebecca talk about Christmas movie mania. Sounds like a good one. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Well, ladies, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. When you wish upon a star Makes no difference who you are Anything your heart desires Will come to you If too extreme
your dream.